Hey everyone, it's Friday. I'm Saturn Dave. This is Trainoco. Patrick. Yep. How's it going? Doing good. Doing good. Um, yeah, I'm getting ready for a trip. So lots of planning and stuff See you to next do. Fall. Say what? See you next fall. See you next fall. <laughs> it's not going to be that long of a trip. I promise. Uh, what is it? Is it going to be a Hawkins trip? What's what? Or it's going to be a trip? Is it going to be Hawkins trip or tripped? It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a vacation, much needed. Much um, needed vacation. Yeah. So, <laughs> let me know in the comments how how we're doing uh, with the stream quality. I'm, uh, you know, again, internet today is not great. I'm probably gonna have to I call. Can confer- I can confirm for good stream. Oh, good, good. Okay, because <laughs> on my end, yeah. it's like the download portion is terrible, and I, and uh, my son's like streaming over there, and it's just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually have big news from the second that uh, yeah, what's up? That you hit the go live button. I actually got a massive package in the mail. If I, if you guys want me to show you that real quick. Oh yeah, go ahead. Let me uh, turn off the web page here so that Pat can do big this. Box. Okay. Huge. You got a box huge right box. What's going on? What, what what's in the box? Uh, it is sure related for a Shiro project. Ooh. Let's just say that something I discussed in the past that took for a while to get here from Japan is here. Oh, nice. So, so uh, I'm I'm contemplating if I should open it up on stream and show everyone, but I don't want to spoil the video. I don't I don't know. Let yeah. me know what you guys think. Well, um, I I would have to make I would have to uncrop you because right now you're cropped, so you're in like a tiny little box, but uh. Yeah, no, uh, I'll think about it. We'll think about it. Yeah, let me know. Let us know. Yeah, Sega. <laughs> Someone is like, show us. Uh, Doctor Spot is like, I hate spoilers. <laughs> so, are right, you planning we'll, on doing we'll like a video out. on it? Are you planning on doing like a video on it or something? Actually, yeah, I was actually doing gonna do a video on it. Uh, I had some interesting ideas for it. I talked about it with Nick and the boys earlier. Okay. In the video chat. I just don't know what I want to do. If like, I need to make the video, it's a lot of work though. I have to do a lot of working on it because it, it might not work. Like I'm, um, uh, yeah, it's Dracula's casket. Good, good Dracula's that's casket. A good, that's that's a good uh, that's a good tie into the new Drac- the new uh, Castlevania series out. Nice. Nice. But well, yeah, you know what? Make um, it a surprise. Yeah. Make it a surprise. It, I, I uh, want to. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We have some news to talk about uh, this week, and I wasn't even mm-hmm. able to. Uh, I wasn't even able to fit everything into the thumbnail. <laughs> so, um, we definitely it's have some news to discuss. Um, hold on. Let me let me get this up here. Bada bing, bada boom. Scroll down, and um, I guess we kick it off with. Uh, our our latest contributor, um, Daniel McInnes, uh, who does like Ghibli blog, and he does he's he's done books like he's done several books that are uh, have been released in PDF. I think maybe even some physical releases. I'm not sure, but um, he has a website DT Media, and then uh, um, and then he also does like several blogs, as I said. And uh, yeah, he wrote up part one of four of a. Um, of a showcase, I guess, like a 3D showcase, basically putting to rest the myth in forums that you often hear that, you know, Saturn wasn't good at 3D. 
um we hear that it's kind of i mean it's kind of wearing out by now and i'm sure if, uh, you've heard yeah. it at least once that you know saturn is a great 2d powerhouse but it's not that great at 3d and you know it's just like yeah it was it was fine at 3d in the right hands you know and there are several examples uh that he gives um this is a great well-written article for sure and i highly recommend folks go check it out on our website um yeah we, we cannot we won't be able to do it justice on this there's there's just so much research so there's, much information there's a ton but we can definitely go through his screenshots one thing i do like is um as clean as these first shots that he has are um he started mm-hmm. uploading screenshots of a uh of a pvm he, he's got like a pvm monitor with the curve here yeah. on the top and bottom i like that i mean it's you know it's uh legitimate you it's know different. it's authentic yeah. and i mean it's a, it's what you would see you know if uh if you're looking at the game on a on a crt so um got uh, some pebble beach in there nice some steep slope sliders we're gonna be playing that today um but he because had some uh, wipeout and stuff yeah in he, there, that's so. right he had wipeout at the beginning which you know uh he's got resident evil in here and with each one of their with each one of these games that he lists you know he does he gives you like a little excerpt on the game and you know what he likes about it um it's a really well written article again and i highly recommend you guys go check this out just to see here's a knight of dragons favorite game right uh shiny force 3 great game good good three game i'm joking (laughs) it's got it's got like that you know it's it's definitely got that like signature saturn 3d but it's a good looking Mm -hmm. game you know and you have to remember that when it came out like saturn was off the market by 98 and a lot of the playstation games that push the hardware were released in like 98 99 2000 you know where they really started pushing the hardware and i can only assume that uh i can only assume that the saturn would have done the same as years went by and uh We'll probably see a lot more of that kind of stuff from like XL2 as time goes on. But yeah, great article and it's very long and this is only part one of four. So if you want to go check out some juicy screenshots and read uh, some of, uh, you know, some of his little excerpts on these games, highly recommend it. Yep. All Next is Pat. Me 3D graphics. Sorry for sco- scrolling so much, but there was a lot to scroll in you there. Scroll too much. <laughs> scroll too much. Scroll too much. Well, next up, we've got an article for Pat to cover. All righty. So we're going to be covering Sakura Wars columns to the Dreamcast patch, 100% installation and save file uh, video tutorial. So our resident uh, tech man, uh, Ben, uh, put together a video describing and telling you how to uh, install the patch and mm-hmm. uh, install the 100% save because apparently there are a lot of issues with uh, the ability to save to get the save file because in the game it comes with a 100% save file and a and a complete DLC save file that you can download directly from the disc but uh, apparently there's a small hiccup where uh, if there's no modem d- attached it won't boot that up because it, it technically connects online mm-hmm. but it's really just tricking it into a local destination to download that. I got gotcha. you. So yeah, they they hosted that and you just easily download that, but you need the modem installed. So Ben went through uh, with his interesting wallpaper. I didn't realize he would do it with. <laughs> with I'm that not going to show it right here, but you guys definitely can go ahead and click on the play, <laughs> and you can see yeah. for yourselves. Ben decided to to just leave a little 
surprise for folks on his desktop. Yeah, he did a did a nice uh, a nice near and uh, cyberpunk crossover. Yeah, at least he didn't dox himself, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, right. I do that enough to myself. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's it's a really interesting video. Uh, but yeah, he basically just went through to make sure that if you have a emulator that supports the modem and stuff, enable those because uh, it's not going to work if you don't in an emulator format. But usually, if it's on actual hardware, it should work unless the modem is actually dead or is dying. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, it's it's a really good video. Check that out. And thanks again to uh, Derek, A Team, and the rest of the team for making that uh, that game possible. I think it's the third week in a row we talked about this. But third week running, really and um, he's got like loads of downloads, right? I mean, there's his own repo where he's got like over a thousand downloads, and then I saw like uh, was it hosted on CD Romance as well? Yeah, and there it's was like, like four thousand four thousand downloads. So you know that's awesome. Um, and I'm sure he's just glad that folks are downloading it at all, you know, from wherever, you know, he, uh, he, they, they worked for like three, I think it was three or four months solid on that project and just boom, you know, did it, I guess. Thanks to, uh, thanks to the whole stay at home order. (laughs) And uh, that's, that's what we're joking around and saying that a lot of the stuff's getting done for that stay at home stuff. Yeah, no, I don't, uh, I don't think uh, Shiro's show would probably exist if it hadn't been for that. Right. That was kind of like the impetus for us to start uh, doing this kind of thing. Doing the good stuff. I mean, because I'd be at work right now. I would literally be, at at work but i'm at home instead so here we are um exactly but it's starting to loosen up so hopefully we'll figure out a way yeah. to uh we make this work but uh yeah uh, actually one more thing i want to say about that yeah is that absolutely i'm i'm getting, going through uh software wars on the ps4 and it's been a blast like, oh I that's right fun playing that i basically i i figure out a way to play it where right before i go to bed i go to bed around nine i'll play an hour on my ps4 in my room mm-hmm so I'll set up and just play it and uh, get a couple uh, get a couple missions in or get like a, parts in. It's like a it's like a TV show that you watch an episode of essentially. So right. I try to do at least a chapter or a part of it a night, but it's 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 pretty long. So I'm hoping I'll get it done soon and then I can start on a, a Yakuza. Cool. Yeah, you have Hopefully. to. Um, I applaud you for doing that <laughs> for playing through it like that. And honestly, you have to make time. And just keep uh, chipping away at it constant, like on a consistent basis. Because if you let too much time go by, it's like all that dialogue and everything that was happening can just kind of like get away from you. Uh, that that's the way it was. Like whenever I was playing like any of the Persona games, I really had to just stick with it and get through it because I I wouldn't want it to be like one of those games where I put down for a few months and then try to come back to it and remember what was going on, you know, or what the character yeah, complete brain fart yeah. yeah exactly so um cool let me know what you think of it when you're all done sounds good i'll do i'll do i'll do i'll make you a short write-up about it i'll think about it cool yeah you know, i'd want to read that definitely it's just it's just it's just one sentence this game is garbage this game is garbage. <laughs> no it's really good but uh, let's talk about your uh your article about the sacred pools or the sacred something else if you're immature well like i mean I am. I'll start by why this why this article exists. Why did I even do it? Um, it's why because, did you do this, Dave? Well, why I was on you, it. Why? Okay, so um, with all of the recent unreleased games coming to light, you know, I just mm-hmm. started compiling on my on my computer locally, like just a list and folders like of games that uh, haven't been released and any information that I could possibly get. I guess you could almost say like an unseen unseen sixty four kind of thing, but just my own archive of you know, clippings, images, anything, right? 
Um, and I was going through sacred pools, which I was aware of, which I was familiar with. And I found the, um, I found the Sega soft promotional video, right? Which was, which has been hosted online for a while. It's not, it's not any, anything new. Um, but what I noticed while watching it was that the sacred pools footage is actually in that video. It's like sprinkled throughout the video in like tiny clips that are so quick. Um, and I never had put together before the fact that that was the same game. And so when you went to like Unseen 64 or you went to any other sites that mentioned it, like they were still using these old screenshots like this, old news clips. I don't know how far behind the stream is, but you'll see like there are these old screenshots from news clippings um, and they're really low res and it's it's hard to like make out. So um I put I put two and two together and realized that this game right here, uh, which is a really kinky, <laughs> strange, uh, bizarre <laughs> FMV-based game that uh, deals with uh, you know adult themes and stuff like that. <laughs> that basically I just yeah, put it's all this. Good thing you didn't upload this to a YouTube channel. Yeah, I no, think no, no. Would have gotten. On I mean, even though we don't we don't upload anything labeled for kids, I wouldn't do that anyway. I just decide to keep it to our website. But but yeah, you know, basically um, we were able from that to get some better quality screenshots, which I put here at the bottom of the article, some better quality screenshots. I dug up um, there was some merchandise for this game. Basically, oh, really? uh, Dr. Eric Amarez, who uh, of Duck Corporation and True Motion Video, he reached out to me on Facebook and he said I actually that he actually did the uh, the FMV uh, decoder for this. Um, what did he actually say? He was like, um, uh, he he worked on the FMV engine for it. He even was able to. Um, show that it could be ported over he he wrote an alpha decoder to port it over to playstation um he confirmed the instance of sega throwing this lavish uh e3 party for the game with like aerialist acrobats and stuff in a vip lounge and there was another dude uh another dude uh on uh twitter uh at priz you know he said that um he remembers being at E3 and getting like 20 people in on one invite because Sega was just like fast and loose with like who, who they, they just wanted to make it like a big deal, you know? So it was like, um, according to unseen 64 and, uh, an anonymous user who claims to have a copy and also talked about that E3 party. Apparently they blew like three over $3 million on this game. <laughs> Something oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is actually officially Sega, or is Sega Soft just like a you affiliated know, company? So that's the thing too. I used to think that Sega Soft was Sega, or like a branch of Sega, but it's really not. As my understanding has it, you know, like we know that Sega did have internal development teams, like the Annex team, or like the or like the um, AM2 and AM3, right? And those would mm-hmm. would be considered first party developers, right? Whereas like Segasoft, um, especially when you watch this uh, promotional video, which I'm not going to play for folks right now, they can go check it out. Um, they really do seem to be like a second party, I would say. Be, and I'd only say they, they actually seem more like a third party, to be honest with you, when you look at the quality of mm-hmm. titles that they're putting out. Um, you know, they're they're decent, but they're not great. Like Scud, Scud is kind of, it. it's, I have it. I have a copy and it's cool, but it's, it's kind of bizarre. Um, you know, Three Dirty Dwarves, I think was cool, but Bernie Solar called it garbage, you know, so it's debatable. They're like divisive games, you know, and um, 
honestly, they seem kind of like a second party developer. They have the rights to the name. Sega like gave them their blessing and gave them their name so that they could mm-hmm. use it to basically get shelf space. Like they, they would be able to negotiate better shelf space um, and better marketing, right? By having the Sega name. And then that way they could branch out do PC games and, and then, you know, the proceeds would go back to Sega in some form, like some licensing fee or something like that. But anyway, yeah, to, to answer your question, long story short, they, they were not like a first party developer. They just had that Sega, the right to use the Sega name. But anyway, yeah, they put a, dumped a bunch of money into this and I guess Sega backed them and signed off on it. And then it never came to light, but you could see that they, um, they planned a Sega Saturn version, a Mac version and a windows 95 version. Yeah, my thinking my thinking is that I think they wanted to have a another like a night, night trap situation like garner attention even if it's a bit controversial because yeah. this game seems very adult and I think that's mm-hmm. might, they might have wanted aimed for that but maybe they either backed out or maybe the funding wasn't there or they yeah. the game wasn't as fun as they thought it would be. Right. Yes. And and you know how like some film companies um like Disney might own they, uh, what is it? Uh, do they do they own that? Uh, I'm trying to think, what uh, Miramax is it or something? I don't know who owns Miramax. Yeah, they but, own Miramax. Uh, right. So yeah, if they any, anytime now. they want to release something that's kind of artsy or edgy, they won't they won't do it under their own label because they kind of want to like disassociate themselves a bit, you know. And yeah, I kind so of yeah, I kind of feel like this is the same kind of deal. Whenever they wanted to do something that was either grungy or edgy or. Um, they thought maybe might, be, might not be a good return on that investment. Maybe they just like, you know, we're like, here, you guys can have this. Um, Does that, yeah, I think the, the I think the uh, Kevin Smith movies pretty much wonder Miramax at that point after yeah. Clerks won. Yeah. Um, so. You know, of course, gamers by 96 were not having it with the FMV. Um, and I, I even said in this article, like by that time, some games were actually getting poor reviews just based on the fact that they had FMV. Lunacy being one of them where I feel it's unfair, the kind of um, it's unfair, the kind of like um, shunning it got at the time just because it was kind of like. Uh, you know, based on FMV, but it's like one of the best examples of the genre, to be honest with you. I, th- I think the thing is that a lot of games back then weren't labeled for artsiness. It's either fun or it's not. Right, right. Or it's, it's not good graphics or it's yeah. like, it, it was a strict criteria. There wasn't like, there wasn't that view of games as art as it is today mm-hmm. in this modern sphere. But the truth is that in the long run, the, uh, the, you know, the reviewers, the people that were invited to this party and watched this thing said that their general impression was that the actors themselves didn't even want to do it. <laughs> you know, the, the general impression was that the the actors just didn't have a whole lot of self-respect and that the whole thing was just um, campy, but not in a good way. <laughs> you know, so uh, it just got really negative reviews. And that's probably one of the reasons why uh, they just decided to can it. But yeah, that was their bid, their second, I guess, throw in for interactive movies and trying to bring them back, except, uh, you know, in some kind of adult erotic way, I guess. What a shame, though. Yeah, it'd be interesting. So there apparently is a playable demo out there. Um, Code Monkeys did the were the primary developer for this. So it was even farmed out. It wasn't even like Segasoft did it they just farmed it out the code monkeys and um there's an anonymous user on assembler games that claimed to have a playable demo that you could actually walk around in and then like trigger fmv sequences and stuff but he said it definitely wasn't worth your time and definitely not worth three million dollars to put into development i imagine that's shame it never got dumped or anything 
Yeah, I know. Um, it, it, it still is very much lost. And I put that here, lost in forbidden fruit. I never said in this article that it was found. And I guess somebody went on YouTube and was like blasting it out that it's been found. And I was like, no, 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 hold up. Um, this game hasn't been found. It's just, uh, it, I mean, it's still, nobody's come forward with any kind of dump or anything like that. But uh, it's out there. I'm sure that it is, you know. Yeah, it's found. We, we found it. Give us $3 million to release <laughs> yeah, the ROM. We'll release it. Come on, pony up. But anyway, yeah, that's that's sacred pools for you guys. So do, you know, stay tuned. Uh, if we find out anything, it'll be on our radar and uh, we'll report on it as we find out. Other other I, than I actually, that, I actually did have a question real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, how exactly did you go about doing the art for that? I'm always curious, like, because I, I yeah. imagine it's hard to do it from such a low res image. Right. Well, you know, so um, it turns out there was a guy. What was his name? Craig Dyer. So Craig Dyer. Uh, was a product specialist with Sega, and he was super he super into like portables and stuff like that. Like, uh, ironically, Nintendo handhelds, the old uh, the old Game and Watch stuff, and everything. He had his own website around like 2000 or something like that, and he was selling T-shirts. He was selling a bunch of Sega T-shirts. It's not it's defunct now. You can't email him or anything like that. But uh, around around 2000, he was selling off all his like Sega T-shirts, and there was like Saturn ones. There's all these different promotional T-shirts, and this image came from a low, somewhat low resolution uh, T-shirt, basically image. And I kind of cleaned it up and I um, put it through the old waifu <laughs> 2x. You know the the old uh, what the, 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 the old you know, go to the 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 go to um, because you know ain't nobody got time for that uh, doing it like manually. But anyway, yeah, no artificial intelligence is great, and that's how I was able to like put this together. Of course, you know I was able I I actually did use some art skills to like get it together. But uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, it was a low res image that I was able to kind of uh, what do you call it uh, rescue from <laughs> from you know the sands of time, and uh, so works. yeah. Yeah. And I imagine you just matched the font. It did the best I could. Yeah, it's like a, it's like Varela Round or something. Like that. It's not the exact font, but you know, I was able to mess with it with uh, what Close do you call enough. it? Like a Blender tool and uh, and like a smudge tool and everything. Now we're getting into the, like the minutia of like creating art. Sorry, but, I'm always interested. Oh no, in yeah, that. that's fine. That's how that's how it's done. You know, and you know, put up put put stuff in. I don't think anybody's interested in hearing about this though. But yeah, no. I mean, long story short, that's what I did. Um, because I do gotcha. like to kind of hypothetical, I do like to have some kind of hypothetical reference, uh, for pe people to look at and say, okay, this is what it would have looked like. You know, it would have been a mature title. It was a Sega exclusive, but it was released early enough that, you know, it had the stripes and stuff like that. That's just my, my geeky thing yeah. that I do. <laughs> uh, yeah. I actually made a joke about that in the, about Tell me. The, the game, the sacred, oh, the yeah, sacred yeah, pool. Yeah. I, you have the sacred poo. Sacred poo. Uh, I actually, I actually was considering going further and just photoshopping like turds and the water in, in her hand or something, but I was like, ah, oh, that's a little bit too far for a joke. I don't know, man. I think that would have been appreciated online. I mean, the internet that we're living in these days, <laughs> I think that uh, you know some folks might appreciate that. There was there was uh -huh. one guy on a, on a Facebook group who made the exact same joke, completely separate from you. So I think he's like your long lost sibling or something like that. <laughs> Maybe. I, know. I, I thought it was a little bit too far for me. I was like, eh, that, that uh, might be a little bit too no, much for me. So I but I mean, cast. you're not the only one, right? I mean, somebody else saw the yeah. same thing. So there you go. I know. I, I just don't. I just don't know what my roommate would say if he come in. I'm just photoshopping turds and people's no. hands and all around this. No, you this don't image, want that. So. You don't want that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I'm. This next one is yours, obscure gamers. 
You go ahead. All right. So we rent, we recently we recently brought up on how oh man how many casts ago was that two or three? Yeah. I can't remember. But anyways, we brought up that the obscure gamers uh, put up a Kofi page to uh, to get funds to uh, be able to buy this lot of seventy five Saturn prototypes and beta builds. And luckily, they were successful. They were successful in that and were able to buy all the builds and start dumping them. And uh, uh, apparently, all seventy five are on Mega that upload site. And right. Unfor- and right now, they're working at, with a archive.org to get the rest of them on there. I think last time I checked, there's 40 or 50 of them. It mm-hmm. might be... That was a couple of days ago, so maybe they might have got all of them on here by now, but mm-hmm. I haven't checked. But uh, from what I've seen, right out the gate, people are finding differences, like uh, like uh, Tungara from... Uh, was it the clockworknights.org found some differences in the... Uh, the the Virtual Fighter two build right uh, there's a lot of model differences which I thought was kind of interesting yeah we only got this one shot but subsequently he's posted a bunch of other model comparisons and so yeah that was yeah. interesting and that's just one of seventy seventy five discs imagine right. what the others might hold in differences exactly and I mean you uh, know um, yeah. sorry these are, these are on Hidden Palace or no uh, yeah. No, they're they're on the archive.org. But they're in the process of they're in the process of uploading and hosting all that stuff. But they have to they have a process and they have to like have data for each one, you know. But that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's seventy five builds. Uh, unfortunately, they they were unable. They had some issues with pinholes and data rot <laughs> for a couple of them. Yeah, I heard about and that. And actually, one golf game they're they're unable to save. So sadly, that one's gone. But apparently, it wasn't that great. <laughs> I don't know if that's a great was it uh, was it virtual that, golf but... virtual golf or I, I forget which one yeah it wasn't I don't remember to be honest they just specified a golf game it was a released game though I mean um, you know I, yeah. I, I know that I know that folks over in like the Sega Extreme uh, server are you know particularly excited to f- try to find any kind of like um, extra information on these discs relating to development you know any kind of like tools or any, any cues that, that might, um, be helpful in, you know, um, that's, that's one of the things that they're possibly looking for. Maybe, uh, maybe tools or things that were left on the disc. Um, that's my understanding is that, uh, it, that, that it could be helpful, but, um, but yeah, even from a archival standpoint and just like the history, it's interesting to go through and just kind of see where they were in development at what time, you know? Exactly, and it's cool seeing all those differences, seeing how it evolved from from one the one year to another. Mm-hmm. Like like how I went over the the, the Match Night Rare disc. disc. But That's the, right. Uh, Trekkies is Trekkies is saying that it was, it was Pebble Beach, but it was the final review copy. Oh, really? Okay. So I, I think I think that's not really too much of a loss, but it it still sucks though. <laughs> yeah, I mean they've got to be fair. Hidden Palace already has a couple uh, Pebble Beach. Uh, uh, protos, but yeah, I mean, it you know, it's nice to be able to fill in all those gaps. Um, and it does suck when something's literally lost to time, you know, and and that's um, I don't know how much of that was rot and how much of that was just the seller had them stacked on a spindle and shipped them that way, and then you had like scratches in the data layer or holes, in, uh, pinholes in the data layer that sucks yeah, when they do other- that. Yeah, from what I understand, it actually wasn't the seller. Apparently, it was just over time. And it was the just over time. That where he got it from. Yeah. So I think that the seller did the best he could, and mm-hmm. he saved a bunch of them. But sadly, I guess over time, you know, these discs are thrown. You know, they're not really that great of quality discs. Right. Yeah. So you know, things yep. will get lost over time. So. 
But hey, we have what we have, so I guess we should be thankful in that regards. Definitely. And we're thankful to everyone who uh, went ahead and, you know, supported this project with uh, with their exactly. hard-earned money. You know, that's, uh, that's always great when you see that happen, you know, because then that means it didn't end up going on eBay and ending up with like a private seller, you know, or a private uh, collection or whatever. So yeah, that's and, great, and it's and it's putting post uh, or sorting these discs out and selling them for a higher profit by itself. Exactly. But yeah, no, it's it's all good. Uh, hopefully, we get more of these, and we'll find more of these builds that were lost and get them going. For sure, for sure. And uh, and next, um, next up, yeah. and I haven't even had a chance to listen to this whole thing, but our buddy Peter. Um, jo- was able to join the uh, the Titan cast, the junk- Saturn Junkyards Titan cast for a retrospective on a stall, and uh, that was yeah. that was awesome. Did you get to listen yeah, to any uh, of it? Yeah, I was listening. I was listening to it earlier. It's really good. They go through the, mm-hmm. the they go through a stall, talk a little about it, talk a little about what they've been up to. It was a really good cast. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, Peter has decided to leave Shiro and join the junkyard, so he is now banned from all casts. Yeah, like the Shiro. So no, I was worried about I was worried about that, but you know. <laughs> no. Anyway, we really do wholeheartedly, um, you know, support the Titan cast, uh, which is almost like our sister cast, I guess you could say. We always every year we have an annual mega cast that we get together with them, and they're all good people. And you guys should definitely go check out and sub to them if you're not already, uh, because it's just more great Saturn content. You can't get enough of that. So, highly recommend. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. It, it was a great cast. I think they did a great job on that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be posting more of their, their cast up on the site as well as they come out. So just keep them informed and let you guys know what's going on. Because I know we have a lot of people that mm-hmm. have some crossover with it. Yeah. So it's good to be able to have that ability to, to, to cross post and promote each other. Absolutely. I mean, we're a small community, so we don't have a lot of a lot of, uh, a lot of reach. So the, mm-hmm. as much reach we can give each other the possible as possible, the better. Yeah, and we kind of formed, our casts were formed almost simultaneously without knowledge of each other, um, within months of each other, you know? And so it's just crazy how that happened, but it definitely wasn't any kind of com- competition. To be honest with you, I think that they represent PAL territories much better than we do. The Junkyard always has because they've had that kind of European base. Um, and we're getting, you know, with Daniel McInnes, you know, uh, he's from uh, the UK, right? Or no? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, he Wait, is. No, he's from... Is he? Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that for Daniel sure. Thomas McGinnis, but I know we've got but, I know we've got James in the chat a lot of the times. You know, representing those Brits, we've got a few other folks uh, from the UK, and uh, we've got Manf- Memphis from uh, from Germany and stuff like that. Able and, to and comment. Xenos Interactive, yeah. is also from Germany. Yes, yes. So I mean, you know, we're we're starting to you know get more uh, at least representation in our chats and stuff like that, so that we have that global perspective. You know, instead of just being limited to like you, you know the U.S. and Canada, which we do a good job at representing the U.S. and Canada, we always have. But uh, but yeah, so it's nice to be able to get that other perspective. For it's sure. Real, yeah, but but yeah, definitely subscribe. Check them out. Uh, uh, and do all that other stuff. Do all that other stuff. Um, like, follow them, subscribe to them, like them, retweet. Oh, and join the uh, and jo- join the Saturn Junkyard on on Facebook because that is a that is a group that I wholeheartedly uh, support. It's a fun yeah, group, and group. and Simon does a great job. Simon and Cameron do a great job, kind of running that ship and uh, and uh, keeping it fun, you know. 
Next up, we've got uh, another Best of Saturn little spotlight talking about uh, X-Men Coda or Children of the Atom. I've always called it Cota or C-O-T-A, but uh, yeah, this uh, my, was the... My, my least favorite Led Zeppelin album. Oh, nice. Coda, yeah. So, uh, no, we're not going there. <laughs> you are a music geek, though. I love that. I, I you, you know, you're just in, just as much into, like, a bunch of old classic rock as you are, like, the Vaporwave stuff. I love it. Um, yeah. Just just, just a lot, bunch of uh, influences from my parents and yeah, same. wanting to not be dad rock central 24-7. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so, you know, X-Men, Children of the Atom, it was the beginning of, you could say, the beginning of, like, the whole Marvel superheroes thing, really, right? Because exactly. isn't it's that kind of where it all started? fighting Marvel games, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it definitely shows age, especially when you compare it to something like... Uh, Street Fighter Alpha Zero, uh, three Street Fighter Alpha Three. Uh, why am I saying Alpha and Zero in the same sense? Street Fighter Zero Three. All, all zero. It's just a mouthful. Same game. Same but yeah, game. when you when you compare it to like Street Fighter uh, Zero Three, or you compare it to like the the later Marvel versus Capcom and stuff like that, it definitely shows its age. But um, at the same time, you know, it's how they kind of broke in to that uh, that whole thing. And uh, again, it is Capcom. And um, it is on Saturn, and it's rad. What do you do? You have any personal opinions about this game? I actually think it's my least favorite. Oh no, never mind. That's MVCI. It's oh, one of my right. least favorite games in the in the in the Marvel versus series. I mean, I consider yeah. Children of the Atom part of it. Yeah, at least in my eyes. But I I really enjoy, it's still a pretty fun game for what it is. I play it in the arcades a bit. Yeah, an arcade local me has it, and it's pretty fun. I I prefer, like I said, I prefer like uh, uh, X Men vs Street Fighter or mm-hmm. MVC two and stuff like that. But it's still a great game. Yeah, it's still a really fun game. Really fun game. Really good fighter. I mean, it's only X Men, so I mm-hmm. mean, it's not like. There's two ways I'm of not, looking uh, at this game, though. I yeah. will say that we're looking at it in hindsight, right? And we have all these things to compare yeah. it to. But what I will say is, when this game drops, now I have a hard copy. I'm not going to get it out right now, but I have a hard copy mm-hmm. of this game. And right on the cover, like on the actual cover of the game, or the the front inlay, they have mm-hmm. the GamePro scores, perfect scores across the board. Like perfect graphics, perfect sound, perfect controls. It's like four, 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 four. And it's got like the guy with the crazy hair spazzing out, you know? I forget if it was GamePro or GameFan. But either way, they decided to put that like right on the front of the box to show you how good the game was at the time so at least we can say that when this game was released it was cutting edge and on the saturn it was yeah. basically perfect yeah don't get me wrong it's still a great game it's a lot of fun the controls are responsive but yeah in comparison in retrospect but yeah this game is a really great fighter for the saturn i definitely mm-hmm. recommend playing it if you haven't and it ends up being one of the cheaper ones because you know it's not zero three or, or uh you know it's not uh marvel superheroes you know which are like over a hundred dollars now um, Children Did of the Atom Street Fighter go up? Uh, is it still? I think the last time I checked, I got it for forty bucks. Maybe it went up. Yeah. Um, let me think. Probably. So I know, I know, like Street Fighter Alpha Two was like forever. It was like a forty dollar game. Then it was like a fifty dollar game. Now it just because of Saturn, the Saturn prices. <laughs> I call it like the Saturn mm-hmm. Index or whatever. <laughs> it's just the, everything's the, the gone. Saturn up. Index Fund. It's crazy. I want to get a. I want to yeah. get a copy of Minnesota Fats after watching Nick's video. And that thing, people want like forty to fifty bucks for it, and I'm just like, oh man, I I remember hey, that's, when I that's gonna be chump change. It will be, I know, because there was an op- I had an opportunity to buy it for like ten bucks, and I I passed because I was looking at a bunch of other stuff back in the day. But uh, 
and I never did pick pick up that one, and now I feel like I'm kicking myself because I really don't want to pay fifty. But anyway, no, understandable. I, I was actually looking through the Saturn price, and apparently, Magic Knight's hitting the thousand dollar mark now. No kidding. Wow. Magic Knight hit that. Um, uh, I was looking at the. <laughs> I, I was checking on Cube of War and GameCube, and that one hit uh, about six hundred dollars. Wasn't Magic Knight like a three hundred dollar game? Four hundred dollars. Yeah, like... it was three hundred game for a while. Now it's like. It's it's almost a thousand dollars. That's just ridiculous. Well, you know, you were smart to get it, regardless. Like at whatever cost, you were smart. Yeah, I mean, eight hundred dollars sounds a lot, but I mean, it's chump change compared right. to what it's probably gonna go for in the future. I mean, besides, you you didn't pay. You you, you traded yeah, a lot. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It, it was more like a hundred. Gotcha. Trades. So I yeah. guess if you could, it's probably about that three hundred dollar mark with all the trades put together. If you mm -hmm. if you look at it from the time I bought them. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I, anyway, I but yeah, if you guys have um, if you have limited space on your ODE or whatever, and you are going through and picking and choosing games to put on your ODE, I would recommend uh, X-Men Children of the Atom. I think it's still worth it. I think it's worth a burn on a CDR if you have limited limited CDRs. Of course, there are going to be better games that you can that uh, better fighting games that you can play, but it is the first of its generation. Um, it's kind of where it all started, and I definitely think that it's worth a look, for sure. Not a bad game by yeah, any for means. Sure. Yeah, definitely pick it. Definitely play it if you can. I mean, it's still a pretty nice fighter and pretty fun with a couple friends. Yeah, and um, so last night I was I saw Digi Valentine post uh, some speculation about like uh, Sega Sammy, you know, posting uh, basically like an end of year report on their uh, on their uh, financials and their plans for their old franchises and stuff like that. So I read through this document and it's a pretty big document. You can download it here. Mm -hmm. That's a direct link to Sega Sammy, uh, Sammy's hosting. Um, but essentially the, the things that I picked out that were the most interesting to me is that, um, their key strategies are going to be, um, turning existing IPs like Sonic fantasy star online, uh, persona, the persona series, uh, stuff like that is turning them into more global brands. So I, I'm assuming I'm reading that as they're going to try to push Sonic more in Japan, you know, and then they'll try to push like PSO two and stuff more on the, in the West, you know, they want to build those brands up and make sure that they are universally accepted. Yeah, Cause I, I remember when PSO two came out, it was like me and a couple, I was like, yay. And it's like, Oh, Japan only. And yeah. Recently just like from when I was in college to when I graduated yeah. was the point where it came out for right. the U S fans. And a lot of you're, you're not wrong. And a lot of what this report says, it's telling us stuff we already know, or we already have figured out just based on stuff that's been happening. PSO two coming to the States. Um, the, the remakes that we've seen of Panzer Dragoon and Panzer Dragoon to uh, Zvi, which is coming, and then House of the Dead, um, that kind of stuff kind of already spells spells things out a bit. But there were there were a couple little details in here that are kind of new. And so this is going to be speculation on my part, but you can kind of read between the lines. They said that they want to create a super game, in, in quotation. That is their words. They're, they want to create a super game that apparently has global appeal that is online multiplayer that uses existing IP assets and is projected to roll out in the next three to five years uh, to be developed at a Europe, their European studio. Um, so it's going to be an FPS game 
they want it to be like some super mega hit. So I'm trying to think like, okay, what like character based, what like character based FPS would there be? Right. And I'm thinking, okay, this must be like a Splatoon clone. Right. So take like the idea of like well, smash Splatoon is a Splatoon is third person. So, okay. So Splatoon is third person and that's true. And I don't know of any other example I don't know of it really any other example of uh, of an FPS using a bunch of other characters. Do you? I mean, uh, um, uh, Resident Evil Universe does. Resident Evil Universe, okay. Or, or Universe, it's a. I don't know if it's first person or not, but it uses a bunch of characters from the existing universes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, Fortnite is. Uh, let's say like yeah. third person though. But... Fortnite, yeah, Fortnite is third person. Again, when I when I saw this was going to be yeah. first person, I was like, okay, that's going to be interesting. You, but it, I mean, a Sonic you... with a friggin' uh, rocket launcher. What are you going to? I'm up? hoping that these. I'm hoping these weapons are set to stun. You know, because I don't want to be like blowing Sonic's head off or anything like that. Sniping <laughs> in the head. Teabagging Sonic. Lot... <laughs> <laughs> Take this, you pleb. Oh my God! Twelve-year-olds the... would have like a field day <laughs> in this game. I would not want to be the QA guy who had to like test this. I don't want to. I don't want to floss with Sakura-san. <laughs> oh my oh, god! They got the Sanshiro blowing yeah. people up. But I mean, them and they explode. If you read this whole thing, that's what that's what we have here. They say, okay, so this super game is going to be large scale, global, online, consists of current and old IP utilization. Um, Sega Sammy just recently in the past few months got done doing this huge survey and I participated in it and they were just asking like all these questions like what what machines do you play on what in what franchise franchises are you interested in and all that kind of stuff because they're looking at you using these dormant IPs these so-called dormant IPs and so their plans with these dormant IPs are either to remaster which I imagine is what we've seen a lot on like mobile games and stuff like that, you know, like crazy taxi on your iPhone or something like that, or, or whatever HD remake you have of, uh, of whatever, you know, then remakes of course, which we've, we've seen already with Panzer Dragoon and house of the dead and who knows what else. Um, and then reboots, complete reboots, jumpstarting the franchise with a whole new game. Fingers crossed on my part, I can speak uh, for myself that I want a new Knights game. Um, I know that, uh, I know that Balan Wonderland or whatever was uh, not uh, universally well-received. Yeah, but I mean, like, let's be honest. You had some brilliant guys working on it, but at the end of the day, the controls were kind of criticized because it's just, like, too simple, you know? Um, And really, I think that they need to invest in a new Knights game that really focuses on, like, sublime controls. Yeah. Endless score attack, you know, replayability, um, that kind of thing, which is what made the original game so great. And then, you know, um, have a return of Claris and Elliot and just like flesh out that story some more. I don't know. I don't even care if they're adults. Yeah, I think one of the saddest things about about this meeting thing is that uh, recently uh, the Sakura Wars uh, a mobile game. I think I forget what it was called. It's like mm-hmm. uh, Revolution or something uh, mm-hmm. that shut down recently. Yeah, it wasn't successful. And uh, apparently, people were going through the document saying there was nothing on on the Sakura Wars uh, uh, any sequels or any information or anything about the the old game. So there were or the recently released one in twenty twenty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're worried that's going to go into another dormant uh, IP, which I do not want. Yeah, I kind of would really enjoy it. I mean, I get it. I appreciate they, I appreciate that they actually gave it a shot and tried again. So yeah. I guess I couldn't complain on that end because I really love the series. Because <laughs> they, they not only they came up with the the game, but they also came up with a whole animated series of it. Mm-hmm. 
So I'd really appreciate if they really went back and did a sequel to it. But I understand if they don't want to at this point. But yeah, it's still sadness for me, but I'm I'm hoping that other people will be lucky and maybe we'll get some new series going on that they're dormant IPs that were literally dormant laying in the ground for 20 plus years. We'll get something out of it. I wholeheartedly I agree. Nights, yeah, I wouldn't mind Knights uh, Time in the Spotlight. It's not my favorite game of all time, but I think uh, for fans of it, they deserve at least a little bit of something. Well, it's just mine, you know, and I'm, and again, I'm only speaking for myself, but the other dormant, quote-unquote dormant IPs that they're looking at are Crazy Taxi, Jet Set Radio, Space Channel 5, Res. Yes, thank you. I would love to see a new Res game, although yeah. there was that uh, there was that VR. Um, Panzer Dragoon, of course. They're, they're probably looking at that one, yeah. The fact that there are other games on this list, like House of the Dead and Panzer Dragoon, that have been remade um, gives me some confidence or some hope, some small hope, you know, that Knights is on the same list, you know. Um, would you play, would, how would you, would you want to play a remaster or would you want a whole new game? I would want a new game. I mean, I'm sorry, like, I, this is just me personally talking and I'm sure, like, um, I'm pro- I probably should just shut up and take what I'm given, but <laughs> but again, like I have the PS2 version, right? And I have the PC version. Um, I don't have like the Xbox or PS3 version, but I mean, what about the Wii version or the Steam version? But I have the Wii version. I have Journey of Dreams. Um, that's not. Mm. I-, I accept it. I-, I radically accept it for what it is, but uh, I don't necessarily can. Cons- you know, it's nowhere near in my book what the original Knights was for Sega Saturn. And literally, I just feel like they need to get back to a game that has really, really good control because that's what Knights was all about. It was like you need to give the player that feeling that they're flying, you know, not just any of this like wagging the remote or something like that or, you know, and and I'm so tired of remakes. I'm sorry. Like, I'm so I'm so tired of HD up reses. Okay, like I don't really care about better resolution i care about like give me a new game with a new story or something like that and that's just like my personal soapbox like and i definitely hear like i want sakura i would love sakura wars to become a more um you know i would love it to become a more domestic franchise where they bring it over here you know teach us about these characters and and uh get us to you know fall in love with these characters and be invested in these franchises and i just don't know if they're interested in doing that but i definitely think that there's enough good stuff there in that franchise that it could do well in the West, you know? Yeah, especially with all these ja- these weird Japanese games that are making it and, like, getting released. I mean, I just really yeah. I just really appreciate that they... I mean, I have to say, as much as I, I we, we rag on Sega, I have to give credit where credit is due, that I appreciate them, even if it wasn't the most successful or greatest game, I really appreciate them trying to get Soccer Wars and changing the direction of it, but... Yeah. Hey, guess who just messaged me? Trip Trip Hawkins just messaged me right now. All right, beep, 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 beep. Beep, beep, this beep, is uh, breaking breaking, breaking news, news. Breaking news. What did Trip Hawkins say? Or well, he said. I, so I asked him about Shredfest, um, EA's Shredfest, which um, by the screenshots and the limited information I could find on Unseen sixty four, um, it looked to be it looked to be almost like a Road Rash game. You know, like uh, like the thirty two bit three D O Road Rash, Sega Saturn Road Rash. Yep but like on snowboards and they had like all those uh weird kind of faces and stuff like that all the art it looked like there's like a ton of artwork that was completed and stuff but he said good question i wasn't at ea at the time so 
I think a Google no, search well, will help you more than a, no, sorry, man. Uh, a Google search is not going to help, but I'm at least glad that, um, he, he reached, reached out to me that he like actually, uh, answered my question. <laughs> such underwhelming news it is underwhelming news but hey i at least i'm, I'm hey, saying like yeah, on live answer on live uh youtube right now uh trip hawkins just uh just messaged me so the the crazy times that we're living in i never thought when i was like yeah. 13 that you know one day i'd be like messaging this dude <laughs> i like have so much respect and admiration for yeah yeah it's, it's been crazy i mean yeah yeah i mean i mean you shouldn't feel too bad i i, I took that l the other day I, I guess i'll tell people since it's not happening that what so kind of l did I you take I, I I tried to get an interview with Brad Buxter, the oh, yeah. co-composers on Sonic 3. Mm -hmm. I found his record company. I hunted him down, and I was like, hey, I appreciate this interview for Shiro. We really interested in your – like, I didn't mention the MJ word at all. Right. Like, but they know that, that, they that. know what you're fishing for, I bet. I bet they have, like, exactly. hired thugs who are, like, <laughs> signed into eternity by, like, Michael Jackson's estate to be like, you need to break the kneecaps of anybody <laughs> who asks about yeah. this, you know? The, the thing is, is that is that I actually w wasn't going to mention MJ besides like passing. Oh hey, I know MJ worked on this because I actually have interest in seeing what his experience was like composing for the game. Yeah, I mean I probably could go like to uh, what was the, what was the other composer for that? Uh, I can't remember what his name was, but uh, uh, there's another famous composer. It's Dreams like, come true, some... guy. Yeah, I think so. I uh, forget his name. It's not. It's like a brain fart right now. But I know he was from Dreams yeah, Come but, True. But yeah. Well, but yeah, well, uh, but yeah, it was a big, big sadness. But I mean, I, they basically sent me a message saying, uh, saying uh, on behalf of Brad Buxter, we have to decline the interview, and that was it. It's like Biff went to them, and they're like, "One day, there's gonna be a guy who comes to you asking about." <laughs> Don't. But and no, he's to like, be fair, to be "You're fair, gonna kill yeah. him. <laughs> You're gonna to shut be him fair, down." I understand that. I mean, from what we talked about, uh, we talked about, uh, we, we talked with. Um, uh, uh, I almost said, uh, the CEO of Sega. <laughs> oh man, brain force. Tom Kalinsky. Right. Tom Kalinsky. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say Ted Chikinsky by mistake, so no, I, I just didn't want to make that mistake. But anyways, uh, we talked to him and he, he basically said, oh yeah, I signed an NDA for that. So, but I get it. So I don't. There's no hard feelings about anybody like d declining or not talking about. Oh it. yeah, you're right. He was like, I situation. seem to remember signing something that said I couldn't talk about that. That's right. Um, no, yeah, I don't blame you for uh, brain farting it though, because with all these bright lights shining in my face, I often am just like a deer in the headlights, literally. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't, yeah. I cannot think right now of what I'm trying it's to the pressure, say. The pressure of all the lights and all the people watching, mocking me, but yeah, but yeah whatever. Yeah, but it's it, yeah, it was a bit of sadness, but I mean, it is what it is. It's business. Mm -hmm. So, uh I appreciate them getting back to me though. A lot of people mm -hmm. would just ignore it. So, yeah, no, yeah, that's big props to them. Props to them for getting back to you cuz so often, so often I uh I'll reach out to somebody and it'll just lay dormant. And it's either, I either don't know if they even use Facebook Messenger or Twitter, you know, DM or if they're just ignoring me. So, it's always it's always a pleasant surprise when, you know, somebody like trip actually comes back and says i didn't work there so i don't know but you know he at least yeah. he at least acknowledged me you know so that was nice yeah it was it was cool so yeah much appreciated to all those guys i know and in this day and age a lot of people don't want to talk about it but it's nice to at mm -hmm. least get some like oh no we're not really interested or uh or no we're not gonna go with that and, and like in yeah. a kind way so so public so, service yeah. announcement uh we're gonna be covering winter sports games right and um we're gonna be oh, yeah, streaming right. some yeah. today so if any of you guys uh watching this have any information on shred fest 
And uh, aside from like the tiny news clipping and the screenshot that I was already able to pull from a Google search, if you guys have anything lying around or any old magazines, um, do come forward and, and help us out because that's going to be our obscure game of the cast. And so it'll be really interesting if we can unearth any information on that, because um, judging from at least the artwork um, and apparent screenshots, work was done. You know, the uh, you know, it looks like it was in some kind of playable form, you know, and I can only imagine I can only imagine a snowboarding game where you your goal is to like hit other snowboarders with chains or like punch them and knock them down to like some kind of cool uh 90s grunge soundtrack uh to me that would that would be quite cool <laughs> if we could get more information on that we'll figure it out we'll figure it out but yeah in the meantime uh yeah so sega's looking sega sammy they're looking at their old franchises they're um considering uh what ways they're going to utilize them and it does look like we will plan on some uh seeing some kind of super game quote unquote uh in the next three to five years and i guess we'll report on it as we get information and we'll all find out we'll wait with bated breath floss with sonic <laughs> you want to floss with sonic that's yeah. nice that would be great yeah um anything else we want to add to this before we head on over to the stream uh i think we're i think we're good for now i think that's about it for our news and the stuff and it's about time for the the game stream anyways right that's yeah, right right that's on right. time wow yeah. hour dang We've got this down to a science. Um, we're going to unmute folks, and uh, we're going to Pat's going to go ahead and wrap us up on this, and then uh, we'll we'll head on over to the stream. Yep. Well, thanks for watching, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week on the next Euro Show. Peace.